what's the best way of designing a learning activity for adults? Whether it be a workshop, an online forum, or even a podcast, surely there are some principles we could follow. As enablers of change, you may have heard about the six adult learning principles and wondered what they were. In today's episode, we're going to explore these principles. For those of you new to Extension, and even those who've been around a while, it's good to be clear on the fundamentals of what we do and how we do it, especially when it comes to facilitating change. Malcolm Knowles is the name you want to remember when it comes to adult learning. In the 1950s, he was the executive director of the Adult Education Association in the USA and began work on his PhD focusing on the adult education movement. In 1959, Knowles moved to the University of Boston, taking a position as an associate professor of adult education. It was during his time here that he wrote the textbooks on adult education, framing up the idea of adult learning and coming up with six principles that underpin this. Knowles saw that adults learn differently from children, something that seems obvious now, but he was able to articulate this difference with the concept of andragogy. This is a terrible word to pronounce, John. Um, it, me, it comes from the Greek, um, andra meaning man, and agogos meaning leader of. So andragogy means leading man. You may have heard of pedagogy in relation to education of children. Pedagogy is leading children, and many educational principles are based on children's learning. Uh, we should note that Knowles didn't come up with the term andragogy. It was first used by a German educator, Alexander Knapp, in the 1800s. Knowles just made it popular. <laughs> oh, Denise, it is such a hard word to say, and I guess that's why we say adult learning. So all this to say that uh, andragogy, the art and science of helping adults learn, has six principles. We're going to run through each of them now. The first principle is the need to know. This is because the willingness of adults to learn is connected to the tasks they're wanting to learn more about. In other words, before the end of March 2020, you probably didn't need to know much about facilitating online. However, with COVID-19 and the need to work from home, your need to learn about the online environment has just become an imperative. Nice, John. Um, the second principle is self-concept. As we grow and mature, we become less dependent on our parents and we become self-directed, or at least we should. Um, our learning is the same. We can make our own decisions about what we focus on and what we learn. The third principle is experience, or really prior experience, because as adults, we aren't a blank canvas. We bring to our learning our experiences of work, of learning, of family, of many things that make up what we've done and who we are. Applying this principle means that we should find out what our learners already know before launching in to tell them what we think they should know. We sometimes refer to this as topping up rather than tipping in. We can do this as easily as asking people at the beginning of a session to share some of their existing knowledge. The fourth principle is readiness to learn. As adults, we are ready to learn when we need to do something in real life. Our willingness and attention for learning will depend on whether we need it for the task at hand. So as enablers of change, signaling the benefits can help people realize the material is actually going to be useful for them. The fifth principle is orientation to learning. 
as an adult, rather than the learning being relevant later, as it is for school children, learning shifts to being goal orientated. In other words, it is problem centered. This is closely related to readiness to learn and means that adults need to know what the outcomes of the learning will be. So when we're designing our learning activities, we need to make the outcomes explicit. The sixth and final principle is motivation. Adults are internally motivated to learn rather than externally, although some external drivers can be important. This is recognizing that we can't make adults learn, but we can help them to determine what they want to achieve from their learning. So in order to design learning activities for adults, it's important to apply these six principles as enablers of change. Adults choose what and when they want to learn. So we need to respect this and draw on their experiences when it comes to planning extension projects and designing events. If you'd like to read more, there's a couple of books written by Knowles. There's a nice summary and a blog post by Donald Clark and a good article from the Journal of Extension. We've put these in the notes for this episode. So you've heard our thoughts about adult learning principles. Now we'd like to hear from you. We don't want this just to be a one-way conversation. Um, so please join in by sharing your thoughts and ideas with us. Add a comment below this episode on the website and share your experiences with us. Thanks folks for joining us on this Enablers of Change episode. Remember to tell your friends if you've liked what you've heard so we can get even more people into the conversation about enabling change. All the best until we meet again. Mm -hmm.